I am Linda. And I'm Sarah. I'm a boomer mom. I'm a millennial daughter. And we're here to talk about relationships. All kinds of relationships. So without further ado, let's, let's get, get relational. relational. Hi, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Relational. Today, we are talking about moving with the storm. A number of years ago, I had been going through some really tough times and I really needed a vacation. Work had been demanding, I'd ended a relationship, and I had booked a, um, an air, not an Airbnb, they didn't even exist then, um, a bed and breakfast, and um, about four hours from where I lived, and there was a hurricane moving up the coast. I lived on the eastern coast of the United States at the time. There was this hurricane moving up the coast, and I thought, let me call the inn, see if they're going to be open. And they said, yeah, we're open. We're, we're welcoming guests. Come on up if you feel safe. So I said, great. I was young. I was maybe around your age, maybe a little bit older. I didn't know anything about hurricanes. I didn't know what was what to expect. So I get on the highway. It's fine for a while. But all of a sudden, signs, highways officially closed. Drive at your own risk. The toll booths boarded up. And signs saying there was no gas, there was power out, all of that. And I've been driving through wind and rain. And then a little bit into the trip, all of a sudden there was this sense of calm and peace and no rain, no wind, just this calm. And I thought, oh, I am in the eye of the storm. And there's a lot more to the story and you can go to our blog and you catch the rest of the story. But the thing I learned that day was how to stay in the calm of the storm. The truth is I got out of the storm. Uh, and took shelter. But the calm, that sense of um, being in the eye of the hurricane, being the eye of the storm, how do you keep your wits about you? How do you make sure you don't get blown away and blown off course? So we've been thinking about all the storms we've been moving through this last year and a half mm -hmm. and what has been causing stress and overwhelm and, and those kinds of things. So what are some of the storms you've been moving through this last year and a half? Uh, well, the <laughs> pandemic is probably the largest one, um, and that's that's true for a lot of people. The pandemic just completely, you know, took what we knew to be normal and then um, flipped it upside down, shook it about a lot in a box, and then, like, dumped it out again on the table and was like, here you go. So we've been working through sort of picking up the pieces and figuring out what is the this new normal going to be? What is our new normal right now? And how do we deal with that and not feel, you know, trapped or uncomfortable or, you know, getting lost in depression for not being able to see people and do the things that we love for so long. Um, and, and luckily we're now slowly working our way out of it, but it, it's once again, you know, yeah, everyone wants to jump back into what was before the pandemic, but now we're also realizing, okay, are we going to be comfortable with what was before the pandemic? Because the pandemic is still technically in existence, you know? Well, so, our lives changed in yeah. and, and, and a lot of really good ways. I mean, I read an article the other day saying how many people are choosing to resign their jobs and find um, a job where they can continue to commute from home, just yeah. work from home, I mean, um, and that they don't, if they have to go back to the office, they don't want to have that job anymore. And it's like, wow, that's, I mean, so, so in a way, you know, that turned things upside down, but gave people an opportunity. Yeah, it, it shook things up a lot. And yeah. that's the thing. It's like, you know, um, 
a storm isn't always a bad thing. It, it, the causing chaos isn't always a bad thing because it can open up a new pathway that you weren't willing to look at before. Um, but, you know, it, it's just realizing where when you're in the storm and when you're not in the storm. You know, where 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 is more chaos, where is less chaos. But besides, like, the pandemic, there's also been building this business together that we've been working on. Um, I'm still trying to write a novel. Uh, so it's working through of doing my best to get myself in a position to be able to um, put forth the energy that I need to and the focus that I need to on building a business and also doing what I want to do as well. So Yeah, and, you know, our, our relationship has changed in a good way, but we've certainly been through some storms on the way to that. Just, you know, how do we talk to each other? How do we deal with it when we're frustrated? How do we get clear in our communication with each other? And um, a lot of our relationships changed too. You know, there were relationships that needed some tending to, there were relationships that have, have moved on in some ways that I hadn't expected. And um, so not letting those things take us down and take us out. And, and I will be the first to admit that a lot of these things did take me down and took me out for a period of time. I was, yeah. I was struggling for a while. And it's like, I know all the techniques, I know all the tricks. And, but everything was changing in my life. And I was just kind of floored at the idea that this many things could change in this period of time. And the business we had built and the, and the, the people that we were loving working with, uh, their business has changed because of the pandemic and mm -hmm. we weren't, uh, we didn't stay on in that other business that we had built. And so now as we look at moving forward, it's, it's taken a lot of time to really pull ourselves up out of um, where the storm threw us, basically, because yeah. we did not find our calm in the storm a number of times. Yeah. And so, you know, looking at it from the perspective that it was clearing a path for us, that it was easy doing the other business we were doing. We loved it, and it was easy. We never did anything to uh, market the business. It just, everything came to us. And it gave us the chance to say, well, what if, what do you really want to be doing? You know, one of the questions I often ask people when um, I used to do sales was if you only had a couple years left to live on the planet, are you living the way you want to live? Are you where you want to be? Are you with who you want to be? Are you doing the work you want to do? And do you have the kinds of relationships you really crave? And so, you know, for us, we, you know, she has a lot more years left on the planet, hopefully, than I, I do. But you know, just looking at what is it we want to create. So allowing that storm to move us to a place of uh, coming from choice. And, you know, we're big believers that, you know, we have choice points all the time. Mm -hmm. You may not like one choice, yes. but you have a choice. Mm -hmm. And and that's the thing that, that I think people get really hung up on is they think they don't have a choice. Because they, yeah, and it's like they're looking at it from the perspective that they don't like the other option, so they feel trapped because they don't like that choice. But it's but it's realizing, well, if the choice, the the other option that you have is not something that you like, you're still making the choice not to follow that because you don't want to make that choice. Yeah. So that that's still a choice that you're making, and so it's it's good to remember that. And if you're realizing that, oh, you're still making a choice, then you can get away from the I'm feeling trapped sort of sense of being. Because and feeling like a victim. Yes. Because when you feel like you don't have a choice, you feel victimized by the only choice that you see. But in reality, you had a choice, and you're choosing the better choice. Yeah. And I, I just love that idea. So what kinds of lessons 
did you learn during this? I know the ones I learned. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, one is, I, I mean, for the pandemic relationship that I had is that I put a little bit too much of myself into that relationship. Mm. And when that finally ended, I had this massive sense of relief of like, wow, I can do the shit I want now. Uh, <laughs> Because I, I didn't, they, my ex needed so much from me, just like emotional, like support, support wise, because he was going through an incredibly rough time. Um, but I, I can't be that kind of person. I don't want to be that kind of person. Well, not someone in a relationship. relationship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I think the thing that you, you put in the amount of effort that somebody should put in when they've been in a long-term relationship with yeah. somebody. And because stuff does come up, you know, we're not saying don't just yeah, to yeah. run when stuff comes up, but you would put so much energy in so early without realizing how needy he was going to be. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, looking at more of how in the very beginning of like how someone makes me feel in a relationship. Um, the other thing is to really, you know, set time aside to do what I really want and, um, you know, like I can focus on myself, like that's okay. Uh, I, I feel like it's, I, I made slight changes even in the last couple of months of how I just do things and how I um, handle myself in certain situations um, that just kind of have opened my eyes a little bit more, boosted my self-confidence a lot like chopping all of my hair off basically that was a, that was a big one um but it's to switch things up like i realized i have to switch things up um and i okay well i had this thought actually earlier today even where um i'm considering moving um this year out of my little studio and i realized part of that is because i know if i stay in that studio i'm very unlikely to go get out of the habit that i've been in which is not going out of my studio. She's become a little bit too much of a hermit I, during yes. the... Uh, I'm, I'm naturally a hermit anyway. I'm not a big, like, wanting to go out all the time kind of person, but it's been... I had a conversation a very long time ago with a, a mentor of mine who was like, your, your home is like your womb. You're treating your home like your womb, where that's your safe space and you don't want to leave it, so you got to figure out, like, how to move past that. And I'm like, well, um, I think I need to get out of this air this spot because I feel I've gotten too used to being in my protective space and I need a change of scenery to like be able to be more out there in the world which is what I need to be and you can anyway. take your sense of safety you can take your womb with you wherever you go yes yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. some of the other stuff I feel like um we uh really got was the whole sense of um you need to come back to your center Mm -hmm. You need to come back to that eye of the storm. Just be that calm place and be able to find that place with just small steps. And I think what happens is people, they feel challenged by something and they don't like that. And so all they do is focus on what they're being challenged by. They don't focus on what they want. You know, what do you want differently than this? You know, here's what's happening. It's happening. Now, you can fight it which doesn't get you much. You know, like if I no. stayed and tried to fight that storm, I probably would have been in trouble. I realized, you know, that I wasn't just on the uh, edges of the storm. I was in the middle of it and I had to get out and, and seek some safety. And so for me, coming back to center meant being aware of my surroundings, being aware of what my choices were, 
and picking the best choice that felt most empowering to me. And the other piece of that is staying in the present. You know, if, if I'm having fear about what's coming, or if I'm having um, guilt about what's been, then I am not staying in the present. And staying in the present, usually things are not too bad. Not occasionally they are. You know, if I had stayed in the present in that eye of the storm and didn't pay attention to the fact that I needed to get off the freeway and, and get some shelter, then um, I, I might have been in trouble. So I, I wasn't futurizing it. I wasn't panicked about being in trouble. I was recognizing where I was. I was staying in the present and determining what I needed to do uh, for my personal safety. It's the same thing with the storms we've been through. You know, mm -hmm. no matter what's been coming at us, for us to come back to the, our center, to stay in the present and keep our eye on the prize of what we want to create. And that I think has been the biggest thing for us. And that's what we teach a lot is keeping your eye on the prize. What do you want? If you and your adult child aren't getting along very well, well, keep your eye on the prize. What do you really want? And what can you do to change that relationship? You can't change your child, but what can you do about you? I did some work uh, for a few sessions with somebody whose kids wanted her to go to therapy because she was so codependent. And so she, um, she wouldn't tell them what she really thought. She didn't tell them how she really felt. And it only took us a few sessions to help her see that what she was doing. It was so ingrained in her and she was so unconscious about it. She didn't even realize how much power she was giving up and how much better she would feel if she just like stood up for herself and said, yeah, I don't, I don't want to come over that day, but I'll come over this day. You know, I, I don't want to watch your kid this night, but I would be happy to do it uh, tomorrow. You know, and that's, that's the thing that's so interesting to me. She kept her eye on the prize of what she really wanted and, um, and nurtured her relationships with her kids, but nurtured her relationship with herself. And that's what she had given up. And so many women we work with just don't have a sense of self anymore. They, yeah. They've just been living their lives for everybody else. And they get to a certain point, they wake up and like, is this all there is? Seriously? Like, I, you know, who am I? And, and, yeah. and what do I really want in my life? Yeah, and, you know, and I feel like, you know, it's, it's, you know, women of all ages. Like, I, we met a couple of women while we were in uh, Hawaii who, like, we were talking a little about what we do, and they were like, oh, yeah, I feel that way, too, and they were, like, probably a little bit older than me, and it, it's so, it's just this thing that I think is, we have, like, a pen, it's not a, it's not a pandemic, what's another word? Like a epidemic, an epidemic. Thank you, an <laughs> epidemic of uh, of women who are at a point where it doesn't matter how how long they have been alive, how long they've been working, what re relationships they have, that they feel like this isn't good enough. This is this is not what I want to be doing. But what else can I do? Like where they're where they're struggling with trying to do everything that they should be doing, but it's it's not what they. It just, but it doesn't make them happy. Yeah, and, and a lot of times people have made choices based on either societal input or mm -hmm. family input. I have one friend whose family made her quit college and come home and get married. It was just, that was their expectation. You know, she hadn't found a, a, a man to marry, and so they said, well, you're coming home, we're gonna help you find the man to marry. And, um, you know, so, so many people have had lives like that mm -hmm. where, you know, they've created what they thought was expected of them but never really checked in deeply with what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they checked in deeply with what they wanted and then what they want to change. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. You know, and that's, you, we've got to do our best to support the people that are in our lives. But ultimately we have to honor the fact that 
that we have to live our life, not what everybody else wants us to do. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we found really helps us find and um, bring that sense of calm is living in a state of gratitude and appreciation. I start every day with some time with my journal and I write out some of the things that I'm, I'm appreciative for and some of the things I'm grateful for. Um, and, and it makes me remember that things are okay. You know, there are a lot of other storms going on, but if I can come back to that place, that calm in the storm, then I'm going to be much happier. Yeah. And it's out of that happy place you get to create what you really want in your life. So when we've really struggled in this business and we tried to do another thing for a little bit too, when we were just coming up against these walls over and over again, it was just so hard and we had to come back to our happy place. We had to come mm-hmm. back to that center and that sense of calm and express the gratitude and the appreciation, keep our eye on the prize of what we really wanted to create and um, just get grateful that uh, for, when I look at how far we've come just from starting to talk about these ideas in this last year, you know, there, there's a lot that we've been able to put together. Yeah. And a lot of experiences we've created for ourselves to get more clarity about everything. Yeah. And so I, I would say clarity is part of it. Know where you are in relationship to the storm. Mm-hmm. Know if it's your storm or mm-hmm. somebody else's. Because sometimes we get caught up in other people's storms. Like with your ex, you got caught up in his storm. Oh, yeah. You became the calm for his storm. Yeah. Because he didn't have the capacity. Yeah. And so, and, and that that's what the, the struggle was. Was really trying to, you know, take care of what I needed to do and be doing what I wanted to be doing. But also having to give, feeling like I had some to give so much energy to him to help him maintain his equilibrium. And that's yeah, not fun. So it wasn't your storm. And no. that's partly why you got sucked into like all of this chaos is because mm-hmm. you were trying to be the calm in, in your own storm yeah. and the calm in his storm. And I think that's the thing that I really want you to take away from this episode is um, to know whose storm it is, mm-hmm. get out of the other person's storm if it's not yours, Yeah. And um, if you're having your own storm, really come back to center. What do you have to do over and over again? One of our teachers today was saying, you may have to do this 20,000 times a day, but you're going to feel better than if you didn't do it at all. Like, oh, yeah. So just keep coming back. Like, you know, so don't judge yourself. Don't berate yourself. Why do I have to do this? Why am I having this lesson again? Who cares? You just are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just come back to center. The, the, the knowledge will come to you that you need to have. Of, of why this lesson is here for you, of, of what this experience is going to do for you. And that it, the knowledge will come when you let go of, like, what's going on around you. When when you're in that, that focused center place, I like to call it the, the zen place, when you're in the zen place, um, where you're just, it's going to be okay. You know, I, I, I what's going on around me is going on around me. I can only control my reaction to it. And my response to things. So what am I doing that I can, what can I do for myself that'll make things easier for me so that I can just be totally like, it's going to be all good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So identify the storm. Get clear about where the center of your storm is. Find your calm place. Find your place where you can be in gratitude and appreciation. And keep your eye on the prize of what you want. Mm-hmm. No more focusing on what you don't want, the storm that's around you. What do you want? Just keep your eye on that prize, and you'll know what to do next. Mm-hmm. And until next time, we love you. Mm-hmm. Mwah.